And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, Opening America. Mr. Brantley, welcome to the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He is Ed. It's going to be a uh, fun 30 minutes or so when we do the show here. A lot to talk about today. What do you think, Ed? Hello, everybody, and welcome back. The Ed and Bob Show for another week here in the middle of summer, and I hope things are going well with you and your family, and we're still segregated, so (laughs) I guess that's the way it's going to be, right, Bob? So, uh... Let's find out what's going on. Bob, kick us off. All right. Well, here in the Thomas household, we're all doing fine. It's been over, well over 100 days since all this rigmarole started. And gosh, we sure are anxious to get past this pandemic uh, that I never thought I would experience in my entire lifetime. Uh, got a new dog. You hear us playing a squeak toy here behind me. And she loves to just sit at my feet and play with these toys and I don't know why we got some of them with these squeaky things in it, but uh, <laughs> nonetheless, until she rips them out, we got them. I, I, we are uh, staying in for the most part. We are like, uh, having lunch or a dinner, rather, with uh, Ed and uh, his bride there uh, some. We'll go someplace where we sit out on the porch, and we've done that a couple of times. There's some takeout. I've been working on things around the house, of course, working from home, you know, I've got a job, and um, you have to work from home, and it, it's it's strange being in a situation where you never know what the next day is going to bring. We don't know when there's going to be a, a cure or a virus, uh, uh, I mean, a vaccine to come out to, you know, start making this thing go away, but we're anxious to hear that, but was it going to be soon, or is it going to be a year from now? That's the thing that's most disturbing. Well, let's get this show going, I guess, Ed. But first, I want to check in and see how you're doing. How's everybody at your house? Thank you, Bob. Well, let's see. The Brantleys are doing okay. We're doing all right. Went down to Alabama and saw one of the grandchildren over the week. It went to church. I noticed at church, not many people are wearing a mask. Did you, have you noticed that, too? And uh, uh, it's about half and half, I guess, something like that. But they take them off a lot. But, you know, I think... I think uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's getting better or worse. I can't make up my mind. Well, let's start by, again, the coronavirus, this uh, pandemic that's hit uh, the world. And let me give you the latest totals for, let's start with um, the United States. Uh, Now, let's go ahead and go with the whole world, I guess. There's been 19,877 confirmed cases around the world. 731,000 plus deaths in the United States, uh, 5,000, I'm sorry, 5,131,000 cases of coronavirus, 164,000 deaths. Um, And in the same vein, the United States, over 2.5 million people have recovered from it. 
In the state of Tennessee, where Ed and I live, 122,000 confirmed cases, um, 1,200 deaths. And in the uh, county where uh, we live here, uh, 4,500 cases of coronavirus and 38 people have passed away from this. So that's kind of the uh, numbers on the coronavirus. And are things getting better or worse? I actually think they're, it seems like they're getting worse. Uh, I was looking at the thing for uh, some across the state of Tennessee, mostly West Tennessee seems to be getting worse and Middle Tennessee around Nashville as well. Um, I, I just feel like for some reason it's it's getting worse, not better. And you know, if you remember, they said that uh, during the hot months, it would go down, but that has not seemed to be the case. <clears throat> and going back to school or not, you know, the more I'm thinking about this, now I'm reading that more kids are getting ill with coronavirus, that um, maybe going back to school is not a great idea. I, I think that um, maybe virtual is the way to go. I know both of my, uh, all my grandkids are doing virtual for school. And uh, maybe at this time, this is better until we get a vaccine. It's the only thing I can think of. Um, you know, when we go out, um, of course, we're mandated in our county that you, you go inside a building, you have to have a mask on. And I think that's the only reason. I mean, with a mandate, I'm still only seeing about 75% of people wearing a mask. I was in a place the other day, Ed. And uh, had my mask. Uh, actually, I had a bandana on, and and it wasn't a mask. And uh, this guy, in the middle of twenty people with no mask on, he has kid with him, and his kid didn't have a mask on either. And he kept looking back because I had a bandana instead of a mask, and he was making fun of the fact, you know, I, I call me out the Lone Ranger or something. And I thought, dude, you're sitting there with no mask on. Great example for you uh, to show your child. And and here you're making light of me at least having something, and you don't have something at all. So I, those are the crazy things I'm seeing out there. What's your thoughts thoughts on all this, Ed? I don't know anybody who's in the hospital, but I just don't know if it's getting better or worse. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. I think... Uh, Going back to school could be worse. It's, that just scares me that it could really get bad because kids could really get sick. But I think people are really tired of this thing, and that's why we're getting these people out uh, in the streets and partying and everything. They're just tired of seeing it. They're tired of doing it. So, you know, I, I don't know that kids should go to school. I think they ought to postpone the in-classroom and do, uh, do it online for the rest of this year. I see the college football games are going to go ahead, though, and do that. I don't know, some of the conferences, or what was it, the MAC conference, they've canceled their fall schedule. So uh, the coronavirus is getting pretty strong. It's a lot of people died. Thousands of people died. Thousands of people are sick with it. I don't know if I've been sick with it or not. I haven't been so sick that I couldn't get up, I'll tell you that, but... Uh, people who are really sick with it are really sick, the ones that are in the hospital. So, I don't know about it. Bob, what about sports? Can you have a, can you have sports during a pandemic? Well, goodness knows we love our sports, Ed. And I have, um, I'm very excited, actually, about sports. I always enjoy sports. High school sports, I'm really starting to think, though, that maybe that's not such a great idea for our kids. 
And, uh, you know, all we need is a bunch of them to get sick and then somebody get really um, ill. And we say, why were we doing this to start with? I'm, I'm just not sure high school sports is a great idea, especially contact sports. It's just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling like it's right. And you tell where SEC and other conferences, they're doing conference games only. And so we are now just doing 10 games, five away, five at home for the University of Tennessee where we live. And we added two games, one away and one at home. And I'm wondering if you're one of those teams we were going to play that we, you know, we pay you a million dollars and you come over to Knoxville and they beat you really bad and you take that million dollars and go back and that funds your uh, athletic program for the whole year. Um, what about those teams that we had a contract with to do that? And now we're just telling them, oh, we're not going to play you. Are we going to be paying them? Is Tennessee going to be paying them? I mean, I think you would have to if you have a contract. You just can't cancel it. I doubt in the contracts it said, hey, in case of a pandemic, uh, we don't have to pay you. I I just, I, I'm really, I haven't heard. I haven't heard anybody mention, but I bet you anything, we're going to have to pay all those teams. And that will come out of the budget. And then what happens is you start this <clears throat> football season and one team has an outbreak of coronavirus, whether it's one player or ten, and they have to quarantine. So then they forfeit all those games. Uh, and, and you know it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen. You know you're going to have some players get coronavirus. And then what are you going to do? You can't just continue to play, can you? I, I mean, can you imagine the liability and people being – there's going to be so many court cases thrown around. I really honestly think all this college football season is going to fizzle out after about two weeks, three weeks, and it'll be over, and that'll be that. I, I, just my opinion. Major League Baseball, you know, cranked up recently, had a lot of people watching, and then they were doing all the kneeling, and ratings have just dropped since then. People are not watching NBA or the Major League Baseball. Here's the thing. When people tune into sports, they're they're – they're relaxing. They're trying to get away from all the work they do all the time, uh, their worries, the things they're concerned about, and, and they just want to enjoy themselves. And they do not want to see a protest. Nobody wants to watch a sporting event and have to go through your protests first. So I just I, I think it's a huge mistake what uh, they're doing, and that's why their ratings are falling. What do you think, Ed? Well, Bob, I tell you, I think it would just be un-American if we didn't have sports. You know, I just we got to have sports, that's for sure. But so, uh, high school sports, eh? That's a pretty good idea. Uh, college sports, yeah, that's a good idea. Except for the stands, I'm afraid that sitting people with a, who have this virus will still go to a ball game because they're not going to miss their game. And whoever they're around, they're going to get it. Matter of fact, uh, one of my daughter's friends flew to Maryland to see her mother. When she got on the airplane, she had all the symptoms of the coronavirus, all of them. And flew up there on the plane, no mask, and then um, went to a dinner with the family and all of that. Still no mask, sent pictures on Facebook. And we asked her, I said, what are you doing? Don't you... Don't you feel bad about this? She said, I feel fine. She said, I don't feel bad. I feel fine. 
she has some symptoms, but she feels good. So I don't know how you I don't know how you judge that. I think that uh, I think the problem is not going to be with the football players. It's going to be the fans in the stands. It's going to be the problems. Uh, but it, it uh, you know, I saw where they changed the schedule and added two Auburn and Texas A and M to her her complete schedule. Now we got ten SEC teams to play. That's not good. <laughs> no, no, I don't think we'll be in Atlanta this year. Nope. It's got, we got some tough, tough teams to play. Tough teams, and you know, I've, I've been trying to turn into baseball, but dadgummit, even all the baseball players are kneeling now. Even the baseball players are kneeling. I can't take all this kneeling. I just, I'm over that. So, you know, I, I don't know. Major League Baseball to me is just awful. Now, my son-in-law loves Atlanta Braves, and she, and he just goes out of the room while they're doing the national anthem and everything, so he can come back and root for them. But I don't, uh, I don't like that. I just don't like it. Um, and if you, you know, if your opponent has an outbreak, like you're playing. Let's say you're playing Auburn, and all the Auburn players are sick with coronavirus. Well, you're going to have to forfeit the game. That's the only way, two ways about it. So we're going to learn a lot this year about high school, about college, about uh, uh, professional sports, that's for sure. And high school sports, I don't think it's a good idea, but they're going to play. You know, you can't, you can't let these kids who are looking for a uh, college pass just not play. So we'll let them play. Their parents want them to play. They want them to play, but I won't be there. So that's for sure. Okay. Well, Major League Baseball is starting to fall apart, uh, and and I'm sorry to see that. But you know, you this kneeling stuff is. I think everybody's over that. They're really over it. So, and and this stuff in Portland, you know. More about that coming up, but I, we're just over that. Okay, Bob, we just had elections in Tennessee. Any observations on your part? Well, yeah, we just had elections here in Tennessee. And, you know, you hear all these talk about write-in votes. People say it doesn't make any difference. I think, Ed, that's what you've said. But there was a race here in uh, East Tennessee where uh, the candidate – one, the early voting showed that uh, they got the most votes. Then it showed they won on election day as well. But they lost the race because they got beat in write-in votes. Now, the law of averages will tell you that's not possible, that the statistically the average would have continued. If you won two of the others, you're most likely to have won the third. And certainly you wouldn't have lost it enough to get beat and lose the entire race. So now I'm a little concerned that these write-in votes that the Democrats are pushing could be something that will come back and um, we're going to find uh, some fraud in, whether people getting elderly people's votes, filling them out and sending them in. I'm just, uh, I'm really concerned that this could be a problem. Well, the Haggerty race with that um, Dr. Manny is over. Haggerty won, and uh, he was uh, Haggerty was the Trump endorsed candidate. And uh, on that race, you know, the thing that really moved me the most on that race, I really didn't have a huge dog in the hunt. But once I saw the people that uh, were supporting uh, Dr. Manny, it really concerned me, uh, uh, and. 
that's why I supported Haggerty's because uh, the people that were supporting Dr. Manny kind of concerned me. I wouldn't trust a lot of them. So uh, that's why I supported Haggerty, and he won. We move on. He's going to be your next uh, senator unless something crazy happens. Um, this uh, Ed and Bob show is from August the 10th. Uh, just so I have it on record what date we're actually doing this. And we're 85 days until the presidential election, 85 days away. And you're wondering who the the favorite is. I, I think it is maybe a close race. But if you read a lot of this stuff that the media is putting out, they're saying Biden, Biden is just going to win it hands down. And it keeps making me think of what that's the same thing they said about Hillary Clinton. Oh, she's got it. She's up 20%, blah, blah, blah. And then you, we all know what happened. I don't trust these polls. And I certainly don't trust the media on what they're saying about who is leading the way. Ed, your thoughts on the election? Well, Bob, I'll tell you what my thoughts are on the recent election. It, it uh, Being endorsed by Trump in Tennessee is a big deal. That uh, lady up in Upper East Tennessee, she won. So did uh, uh, Bill Haggerty. He won. I think that's got a lot to do with the Republicans being endorsed by Trump. And it, 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 um, <laughs> it, it must have a lot to do with it. Of course, Haggerty spent a lot of money. Oh, my goodness, he spent a lot of money. I don't know where you get that much money. But the election that's coming up in November, you know, Trump's going to be part of that election. So I don't know. If uh, being endorsed by him is going to make that much difference in the election, it will in Tennessee. And, you know, now they've got this mail-in, write-in vote stuff going on. And I haven't received an envelope for that. I don't mind that at all. I mean, it, I can fill it out and send it back. However, it's got to be counted. And, uh, you, you know, there's been some problems about that that Bob just talked about. These, there's been problems in that, and it's, it's uh, made a lot of difference. But I think we I think we see now that uh, uh, you know what is it eighty five days till the presidential election who's the favorite I think it's kind of a toss up right now I can't wait till the presidential debates I really can't wait because I can't wait to see Biden and, and Trump and I'm thinking that Trump's just going to smash him when they get on the debates and I don't know you know here it is just a week before the Democratic convention. And, and Biden hasn't named his vice president candidate yet. I'm surprised about that. He said it's going to be a woman, and I think there's seven women he's choosing from. But I, I think there's something going on there. That's so weird. You know, right a week before the convention, and he hasn't named it yet. So it, it and none of them are going to be endorsed by Trump, I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, Bob, what else is on your mind? Well, you know, uh, other things on my mind, traditional churches are dying uh, to start with. I mean, they're drying up. You got all these uh, newer churches where it's like a concert and so forth. But now with the pandemic, a lot of churches are closed, if not 99% of them. And, you know, people will form habits, they say, in 60 to 90 days. If you do something for 60 or 90 days, that is now your habit. And if people, it's been well over 60 or 90 days we've been going through this with no churches open. If people are getting the habit on Sunday of doing something else, they may continue. It's going to be tough to get them to go back to church. And 
it makes me wonder, is God going to start disappearing from our lives? Certainly the young people don't uh, go to church, you know, like, I mean, I took my kids to church all the time when I was a young father, and I just, I don't, I don't think you see that happening as much as it used to be, uh, especially traditional church. Um, and I've seen people making posts in social media that this may be the end of the world. And that's a scary thought. Um, I know to some people that's a, a great thought, but um, I prefer not to have it all end right now. But uh, it's interesting to see people talk about it, especially I notice people talk about um, uh, in the Bible it says there'll be no money at the end, there'll be no uh, currency. And I've heard talk recently that they're going, they want to do away with currency because they think it spreads the coronavirus. And if that's, you know, that's just another, that's just another part of all this that uh, feeds this of people are thinking that the world is coming to an end. All right, let's get on something maybe a little bit more on the fun part. Um, I'm going to give you a couple of shows that we've watched during um, the um, pandemic. Um, we've watched, um, I'll just kind of throw some of these out. Broad Church was really good, and it's on Netflix. Ozark's also on Netflix, and it was really good. Goliath is on Amazon Prime. We watched uh, three seasons of that. Yellowstone is going on, but it's a week-to-week thing. Can't watch it all at once. Uh, it's good. If you've never seen Game of Thrones, I mean, it's a violent series, but there's eight seasons of it. Uh, I think it's on HBO. You could go and watch it or go way back to The Sopranos. There were six seasons of The Sopranos. And I'll tell you a show that we watched a long time ago. It was on USA Network, and you can find it out there streaming. It's called Burn Notice, and it's a fun little show Everybody can watch it. Uh, it's kind of like a secret agent kind of thing, and yeah, I think you might get a kick out of that. We did watch uh, on Disney Plus. We watched Hamilton, and um, that is uh, uh, that show has a lot of uh, uh, watch the language on that. I know they try to beep some of it out or take some of it out, but you can tell what they're saying. Uh, and the best comedy show we've seen, and it's on HBO, is Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, and it, Bill Hader stars in that, and it is hilarious. So that gives you some ideas. But let's go to Ed, see what he thinks about churches and the end of the world and things like that. Well, buddy, I'm on the same page you are probably, uh, you know, talking about churches and things like that. But uh, I think... Uh, <laughs> I have seen some posts too about the end of the world. A good friend of mine did that, and he, you know, and and uh, uh, and it may be, it very well could be coming. And if it is, God bless us. I don't care. Bring it on, Lord. Bring it on. But I think the, I feel sorry for young couples and things, but all of that. But traditional churches. You know, I think that some of them are, are meeting and going wild. Some of them are just staying home and watching television. So it's it, it's a lot different when you're trying to get in church and you got a mask on. Uh, but I don't think God's going to disappear from our lives. I think it's going to be even, He's going to be here even more. But that's what we need is more God and a lot less politics and a lot less viruses. That's for sure. 
So, I want to tell you about a TV show I've been seeing. Bob recommended this to me. It was Goliath, and uh, it's on uh, Netflix. And Billy Bob Thornton's the star of the show, <laughs> and it is funny. It's good, and it's funny. So, I'm in the first episode, well, I'm in the, in the first series of episodes of year one. And I, I encourage you to watch that if you have uh, Netflix, because you'll like it. Goliath, starring Billy Bob Thornton, driving that old beat-up Mustang, and got some wild women in that show. But it's it's pretty good. It's a, it's a good one. So we're passing along these shows that we think's good, and we hope you'll pass them along to us, too. You can certainly email us, edbrantley at comcast.net, and tell me what you think I ought to be watching. And if you think it's going to be the end of the world after this, let me know that too. So uh, it will be uh, whatever is on your mind. We'll, we'll pass it along with, to the world and everything too. So, well, Bob, I hope you have a good week. I'll see you next week. We're getting a little tired of this thing. I think one thing is the heat. It is so darn hot this week. You know, 100 degree temperatures and all of that's just killing us. It's hard to be outside. And uh, take care. Stay cool. Do your best there. And Bob, I guess we're gonna we're gonna have dinner on Wednesday night. We have dinner every Wednesday night now. That's what I understand. So, but we always go outside to eat. We sit on the patio somewhere to eat. So that's good. And uh, I'm looking forward to Wednesday night and seeing you and your lovely bride again. And uh, tell Kim I said hi. So, any thoughts on anything from your side? That's all for me, buddy. I'll say good night. Goodbye. Thanks, Ed. We look forward to having that uh, dinner on Wednesday night. Sounds like a great idea. That's probably our wives getting that together. Folks, you want to contact us, you can write us an email at edandbob at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you got some thoughts or input you want to give to us, we'll be sure to share it online or on a show. Uh, also, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and at Ed and Bob Knox. And uh, also we're on Facebook. See our Facebook page. We'd love to do that. And don't forget about our uh, stock market challenge. It's kind of fun. If you want to sign up for that, go to our uh, social media pages, and you can click on the link. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Just, you know, if you learn more about the stock market, that's the way you can do that. So until next time, that's going to wrap it up for the Ed and Bob Show. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. Take care of your family. Take care of those that are shut in by themselves that are um, especially elderly and trying to stay away from this coronavirus. Make sure you don't neglect them, okay? Take care of them. And uh, let's kick it off here with Dean Martin. Just a bit.